How can you tell if you've made financial progress this year? The end of the year is approaching and now is a great time to reflect on your financial journey and answer a few questions like how do you feel about your progress? Are you happy with your money decision? Is it time to celebrate or are you feeling defeated and ashamed and what can you do about it? Doing a biblical personal finance review will help you start the new year strong by understanding the gap between where you are now and where you want to go. So grab your pen, paper, and your Bible, and let me show you how you can finish this year strong. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. I'm so happy that you click on today's podcast because it will help you in so many ways. First, I just want to congratulate you for wanting to become a better steward of God's resources and for wanting to learn how to manage money in a way that is fun and empowering to you. So in order to stay motivated on your financial journey, you need to make progress visible. And doing a review will help you see if you are going in the right direction or if you are self-sabotaging your progress. So today I'm going to show you how to have a biblical personal finance review in five steps. I'm going to be leaving a workbook inside the Fun Money Habit Facebook group. So if you want to join and you go into one of the guide, I think you'll probably be on guide number three, you will have the PDF workbook there. And I'm also going to put a link to the Google Drive version because sometimes I don't like to print things necessary. I just like to do it on my computer. So you will have both options. Join the Fun Money Habit group where you can um, get that workbook and also learn more about managing money a fun way and um, shifting your money mindset. I know that you have dreams, but if you don't know where you are currently right now, you cannot create the perfect plan to get you where you want to go. So let's start that biblical personal finance review together. The reason you are doing a biblical financial review is because you are God money manager called to be a good steward and you want to make sure that what you do with the resources he has provided you bring him glory and impact your family and his kingdom. God owns everything. That's one of the most important biblical financial principle. Plus also remember that the Lord your God is the one who is giving you the ability to build wealth. Deuteronomy 8.18 So don't get proud or think that you are the one who did all those good things and brought all of that money into your household. God is sovereign and he's in control of the process and the outcome. He provides 
you with what he needs you to do for his glory. So please, it's time to praise him, thank him for all of the financial blessing that he has given you right now. So never ever forget this. So step one of the biblical financial review is prayer. I want you to be in the presence of the Lord and to start to arm yourself up with the armor of God. Looking at your finance can be challenging and I don't want you to get into a spiral of negativity, of shaming and blaming yourself because it's not going to help you go through the financial review. Step one is prayer. And here I just want you to speak to the Lord and ask him to reveal anything that can be in the way of having a great relationship with him, anything that you are holding on too tight and that is now becoming an idol in your life. Ask him to give you courage and strength to go through the biblical financial review so that you can see where you are at financially today. Step two is reviewing your numbers. In this step, we're going to be looking at six important parts, which are the six roles money has in your life. Role number one is you honor God with money. Two, you earn money. Three, you give money. Four, you save money. Five, you invest money. And six, you spend money. In each of those roles, we're going to be asking some questions to find out where you stand and how you feel about it. So again, Grab the workbook inside the Fun Money Habit Facebook page. It will be just easier for you to grow through the process with guided questions. So the first role is honoring God. I want you to remember the passage Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters, for either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. If you want to honor God with your finance, you need to protect your heart, making sure that money and success do not become an idol. And you do that by always putting God first, by seeking his will for your finance and for your life and by being led by the Holy Spirit. In this part of the review, I want you to define what does honoring God with money look like and also mean to you. Then ask yourself once you have defined this, are you currently doing that in your finance right now? If so, or if not, how does it make you feel? The second rule is earning money. And the passage here I want you to remember is Matthew 6, 31 to 33. This is about God being your provider, about you not having to worry about money because worrying about money is being of this world. It's being like the Gentile who always have those thoughts in their mind. And please go back to episode 7 when I go deeper into what it's like to have a money problem or worry problem and how to reduce your financial anxiety with simple steps. When we are business owners, and if this is your primary source of income, it can be very easy for us to feel fearful because of that irregular income. As a business owner, you'll receive a revenue. You receive money from your services and from the product that you sell. From that revenue, you also need to learn to pay yourself. You are not your business. You need to take care of your personal finance or your personal bills of taking care of your lifestyle and of your family. So the important points to think about here is first, how do you handle money worries? Are you always worried and fearful or are you trusting God? 
And then also, how do you feel about earning money? Are you stuck with a poverty mindset and a scarcity mindset? The key two numbers I want you to look at is your business revenue. So how much money did you generate from your business selling your product or rendering a service? And then how much did you pay yourself to take care of your personal finance, your bills and your family? So now how do you feel about the progress? Have you hit your income goals and your revenue goals? If not, why not? Again, remember the workbook have many other questions to help you and guide you through the process. The role number three is giving money. The verse I want you to remember is 2 Corinthians 9, 7. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. As a business owner, you can impact people in two ways, through your business, by your service and your product, but also through the wealth and the money that God is providing you, because now you can take care of his people, take care of your family. But if you have a scarcity mindset or a greedy mindset, you will have a really hard time giving. So this is something you need to work with the Lord and find out why are you holding on to his money so tight when it's not yours in the first place. Working on your money mindset is key in order to be a generous person, to give abundantly and to know that God is your provider. So the key numbers I want you to focus on here is again, how much have you been able to give this year through your business or through your personal finance? And if you haven't given anything, why is that? Fourth role of money is saving money. The verse I want you to think of is Proverbs 6, 6, 8. Go to the end, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepare her bread in summer and gather her food in harvest. As a business owner, you need to be even more organized when it comes to your personal finance because of your variable income. It's important for you to start creating a habit of saving an emergency fund for your business and also saving for your personal finance. So the key numbers I want you to look at here is have you been saving money for your business account and have you been saving money for your emergency fund? Usually between three months to six months of expense is what is recommended. Some of the reflecting question is have you hit any of your saving goals and if not, why not? The fifth role of money in your life is investing, planning for the future. Ecclesiastic 11, 2 to 6 says, invest in seven venture. Yes, in eight. You don't know what disaster may come upon the land. Sow your seed in the morning and at the evening let your hand not be idle. For you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that or whether both will do equally well. As a business owner, investing can often be forgotten, but that's a big mistake. The younger you are, the easiest it will be for you to reach your retirement number. So don't wait before you start investing. But before you do so, you need to have solid foundation in your personal finance. You need to have an emergency fund in place. You need to know what's going on. Putting money in the market and not knowing what's happening in your own personal finance could be a big mistake. So you need to be prepared so that you're doing the right thing and you're investing in the right thing as well. So the key numbers is simply, have you been investing any money? And if so, how much do you have currently invested? 
that could be in your retirement fund and that could also be money you invested into properties for rentals and things like that. So it's important for you to gather those numbers. And if you haven't been investing your money and creating assets, then why not? Rule number six is spending money. Identifying your spending habit is key for you to transform your lifestyle and to reach your goal faster than you can even think possible. Proverb 13, 16 says, a wise man thinks ahead, a fool doesn't and even brag about it. When you start creating the right plan for your finance and by deciding what you want your money to do for you, you are planning ahead. You are being proactive instead of reactive. And this is key for your finance. So here I want you to simply be honest on how you're feeling about your spending. Are you impulse buying all the time, overspending or not? Which category in your finance right now are blowing up the budget? What is what I call your money leak? Those are the numbers I want you to think about. And some of you may not even know what they are because you're not having a plan for your finance and you're not tracking And I think that this is a mistake not to be tracking your finance because tracking can reveal so much about what you value the most in the season you're in. If there is any mistakes that a shop may have done on your card, I mean, been to a hotel and they charge your room twice, you don't want to not notice those things. The credit card is charging you a fee that they shouldn't be charging. All of that can only be noticed if you have courage to look at your bank account and to simply track what is going on so you can see if there's any type of fraud, if there's any type of mistake as well. But the key thing I want you to remember in rule number six is about your spending. Are you in control of your spending? Remember, you are responsible for what you purchase. You decide how to spend your money. God is providing you with that finance, but the action that you are taking next is all on you. You decide, I want to buy this instead of doing that with that money. So please take responsibility for what you do with your finance. It will make a huge difference. And when you change your spending habit, you will see how drastically your lifestyle can improve. Your goals can be met and reach so much faster. To finish step two, I want you to calculate your net worth. This is simply calculating what you own minus what you owe. What you own is all your asset. That's money in the bank. That's your investment. That's the current value of all of your rental properties. The liabilities are your loans, student or car loan, debts, your credit card, and also the mortgages. In the workbook, I have a table where you can just enter your data and then you simply take the total asset value minus the total liability value and it will give you a net worth. Net worth can be negative and some can be positive. What we are aiming for is to have a positive network. That means that you're owning more assets than you have debts and liabilities. Having that number is a great way to also see your progress. So I want you to do that so that you can see where you are today and then you can have another look in one year and see where you are then. Step number three 
is your money mindset. Doing the exercise I have asked you to do in step two, you will already start to see how you feel about money and what is your current money mindset. And the key question for you to ask in step three is, are you happy with the money mindset that you have now or is it self-sabotaging your progress? What are those limiting beliefs that is holding you back? Ignoring your money mindset is a big mistake. It will make or break your finance because if you're fearful of success, fearful of money, there's no way you'll be able to move past your income cap. There's no way you'll be able to handle and steward money wisely without letting it all grow through your fingers. Using the disposable income that you have now is key to reach your goal and to being a better steward and really help others. So if you are having any issue with your money mindset and you know that this is the reason why you are not seeing any progress, you are not earning more than you know you could in your business as well, book a call. Let's have a chat. You may need to work on your money mindset and it will be my pleasure to help you shift it with biblical principles so you can go to the next level and really be able to have the resources you need to do all of the work God has called you to do for his glory. So keep that in mind. Step four is forgiveness. You have done a lot of amazing work right now and you may be feeling really, really overwhelmed or upset. I need you to go through that forgiveness process. There is a prayer that I have in the workbook to help you do this, but we got to stop feeling ashamed and guilty. We can all make mistakes. But I'm proud of you for going through process because it's really going to give you clarity of where you are so you can then pray and ask God to show you what you should be doing next to be a better steward. Okay, so take the time to reflect on how you feel about your overall finance and then take the time to pray and ask forgiveness for either other people who may have put you in the situation you're in or forgiveness for yourself because you know what you should have been doing but you haven't done it because of many reasons, your money mindset, your spending habit. So you're not where you wish you will be right now. Okay, so that's an important step. Step five is setting goal. This is super exciting. And as part of my uh, signature program, we set goal with God as well. And I call them epic goals because I want them to be empowering. I want them to be precise. They need to be in season because we are all a different season of our life. And they be, need to be Christ-led. I want you to go back to those six, six roles that money has in your life and to start creating goals on how you want to honor God. How do you want to earn money? How much it is? How much you want to save? How much you want to invest? How much you want to give? What is your plan for your spending habits? Etc. Etc. So this is the last step of the biblical personal finance review. By now, you have a very clear understanding of where you stand financially with numbers, where you stand also emotionally. How did it make you all feel? And now you have created goals so that you know where you want to go. So you take care of point A by doing the biblical review and now you know point B, which is your vision. Now you can see the gap between where you are and where you want to go. You can create a plan for your finance now. You can decide on how you're going to approach those goals to get you where you want to go faster. 
Some of the things you need to do will be first to work on your money mindset. And then it will be about learning good biblical principle and learning fun money habits. So you can manage your personal finance in a way that is fun and empowering. And if you have no idea where to start, just jump on a call and let's have a chat because it will be my pleasure to help you create a biblical money plan for your finance and to help you shift your money mindset. So not only you can earn more without fear, but then you can manage your money in a way that feels fun, easy, and you can become financially confident. So the five step to quickly recap were step one, you need to pray. Step two, you need to review your numbers. Step three was identifying your current money mindset. Step four is forgiveness. And step five is setting new goals. So that's us for today. If you made it to the end, I just want to say congratulations. This is not necessarily easy to do on your own. I want to say bravo because this is amazing. You now know where you are. You know where you're going. You simply need to create your plan to bridge that gap. So good job. So my challenge for you is to go onto the Facebook group to grab that workbook and to share one of your goals with us. You can share that on Facebook or if you want, you can just take a screenshot of this podcast and then share that goal on your Instagram story by just tagging me Christian Money Mindset. And I can't wait to share you on and to see you crush this goal. You take care. God bless you. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habits Let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.